T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The best words in sports, game seven, and we waited till the cup was in the house. We waited for all the drama to get to the highest level that it possibly could before we unleashed Pierre Maguire, and here he is now, and he's going to be there tonight for a game seven between the Blues and the Bruins in uh, in uh, uh, Boston. Pierre, welcome. How are you? I'm excellent, Mike. Nice to chat with you. I'm sitting on the Boston Bruins bench in a frigid, TV Bank North Garden here in Boston. So exciting times all around the city of Boston and around the hockey world right now. All right, Pierre. Boston went back there and they won game seven. I mean, won game six in decided fashion, scored on that five on three, and then never looked back. Uh, They have showed in this series when they needed to mean business, they meant business. Uh, Now game seven. I would think... And this is just me in any sport. I would think I, if I were the Blues coach, who's done an incredible job, I would say, listen, we have got to, guys, we've got to get through this first period. We are going to get attacked. We are going to get thunder. We are going to be like we're going to have to batten down the hatches. But if we can get through this first period even, we're going to win this game. And I, that's what I would tell my team how bad do you think it's going to be early for them in this game? Well, they've been telling their team that right from the start of the playoffs, Mike. They went three games in Winnipeg in round one, which is an unbelievably difficult place to play. They went into the Dallas series and were able to win a huge game six in Dallas, forcing a game seven back in St. Louis that they won in double overtime. They've had experience going into San Jose and getting pile-driven in game one and then coming back and winning game two. So their road record is impeccable. I would tell them the same thing you just said, and I believe Craig Berube has been doing that, the head coach of the St. Louis Blues, the whole playoff. The biggest thing, if Boston scores early, Mike, it allows them to evolve with their game plan, and that's going to be a problem for St. Louis. So it's really important to do, if you're the Blues, what you just said, and that's to hang really tough and tight in the first period. Pierre, um, who's got the better goaltender? Oh, I think Boston took around okay. this playoff season. He's, he's the better. He, he's the better yeah. player, right? Okay. The numbers now. back it up. I mean, he's got okay. the best goals against average, the best save percentage, and right now he's tied with the most wins. Jordan Bennington's got 15. He's the goalie for St. Louis, and Rask has 15. All right. So right now they got an edge there. Is their overall squad edge significant in this? In in this in, in between these two teams is are the Blues a Cinderella, or can they physically play with the Bruins in this game? They're not Cinderella at all. They can physically play with any team in the league. The problem is the Bruins are a little quicker, and the Bruins have a little bit more skill, and the Bruins have a plethora of more experience, Mike. That's the problem. There are five players from this team playing for Boston that played in 2011 in a Game 7 that they won in Vancouver in a shutout to win the Stanley Cup. There's a bunch more that played in 2013. Uh, that are on this Bruins team. So the, a lot of these guys have been through what it takes to win the Stanley Cup. On the St. Louis side of things, they've got one player, Oscar Sundquist, who was a re, uh, an extra guy with the Pittsburgh Penguins and never played in the playoffs. 
So that's the difference. They have virtually no Stanley Cup winning experience in St. Louis, whereas the Bruins have a wealth of it, which may, I think makes a huge difference going into a game like this. All right. Uh, let me ask you this way. If the Blues won Game 7, what did they do tonight to win Game 7? Jordan Bennington was really good early on, and he proved that in Game 5 where he made 17 saves in the first period, and they won Game 5. Uh, so he's proven that he can do it here. So he'll have to be exceptional. They established their physical game early on in game number seven. That means they got pucks in deep and they went after the Bruins defense and they didn't take penalties. If they take more than three penalties in this game, Mike, they won't, I don't believe they'll win. So they'll take three penalties or less. That'll be the storyline if St. Louis wins. Um, the greatest strength Boston has tonight is what? Depth down the middle. Um, they've got an amazing array of depth with Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, Charlie Coyle, and Sean Corrali. Four elite center icemen. Never number your centermen because one night your fourth could be your first and your first could be your fourth. That's how deep they are. So they've got an edge there. They've also got an edge in terms of puck moving on the back end. Every one of their tandems has an elite puck mover. Charlie McAvoy was at Anochara. McAvoy, you know, he's a Long Beach kid. You know, his. Oh. I, I I grew up with that family. They they we were on the same school bus. Uh, they lived wow. about they lived about a quarter mile from me. His that that family. I know the McAvoy family since I was a little boy. And uh, my my younger brother. Uh, one Kevin McAvoy was one of his best friends growing up, and uh, wow. so he, I know, I know the family he comes from. I don't know him personally, but I know the family he comes from uh, very, very well. Well, you would want to know him, Mike. He's a super elite young man, and he's an unbelievable talent. He's going to be a superstar in this league, but he's one of their elite puck movers. Then they have Tory Krug, a young man who played at Michigan State, and then they've got Matt Grizzly coming back into the lineup, who got hurt in Game Two. He went to uh, Boston University and was actually partners with Charlie McAvoy there. So he'll be in the third tandem. So every one of their tandems, Mike, has an elite puck mover. And because of that, they're very, very difficult to forecheck. Um, uh, the key guy for the Blues, if there's one player that you single out, doesn't have to be their biggest star. Maybe it's somebody yeah. you think makes a difference. Who's the, in, who's the intangible guy? Who's the guy that has to come up big tonight, for, uh, other than the goalie, of course, for, for the Blues? Ryan O'Reilly, uh, he's got to be their best player. He's a center iceman. He's had a tremendous uh, playoff to date. He's got four goals in his last three games in this series. He's been dominant throughout other facets or other parts of the playoffs in all facets of the game. So he's got to be the one guy I think that can stabilize the game. He's tremendous on faceoffs. He'll play close to 21, 22 minutes. Um, so that's the guy that, that really has to step up for the Blues, I believe. We're talking with Pierre Maguire, Game 7 tonight, uh, St. Louis and Boston in Boston. The Bruins went back and won Game 6 uh, in, 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 in decided fashion uh, against the Blues. Now Game 7 tonight in a town which has gotten very, very used to winning championships, that's for sure. I mean, they've got their run of championships has been just, in, just insane uh, there. Uh, and, uh, you know, they also, I'm sure, a little emotional because of all the big poppy stuff in that town as popular as he is too so that's another issue in that town right now and uh, that spills over I think to all their teams with him and uh, so it's an emotional city to begin with from that standpoint and, and a uh, very uh, a city that's used to winning uh, so the Blues have to deal with uh, all that this evening uh, but it's, tell me this Pierre what has Barubi done to take over a bad team 
get get him hot and get him through all this. What magic has he sprinkled on that uh, on that squad? Well, first of all, if you know him, he was a tough guy when he played. And he's tough got guy, I remember team. that, right? Yeah. He was a he was a yeah. tough guy, right? Oh, yeah, he was really tough, yeah. and he's got his team playing tough, number one. So they've created a tough guy identity, not a dirty identity, but a tough guy identity. He's got four lines playing, which a lot of teams in the league would love to have. The biggest thing, though, he's created roles for players. The players have accepted their role. Here's an example of that. Uh, Alexander Steen, for the most of his career, has been a first or second line player in the National Hockey League. When Berube took over, he says, you're not going to play in the first or second line. I'm moving you to the fourth. If you can't handle it, we'll have to deal with it. And Steen said, not a problem, coach. I'm there. Their fourth line has become one of the best lines in the league, in the playoff season anyways. And, and Steen has been a huge part of that. So he's created roles for all his players, and he's got his players believing. But the one thing, Mike, I can tell you, and this is probably – for all pro sports in particular, the players trust the message and they really believe in the messenger. So it's re- that's been something, those two things, they trust the message and they believe in the messenger. They really, I'm telling you, Mike, it's made a huge difference here for this team. Huge. Uh, it's, it's human nature to think that an underdog team like St. Louis went home up 3-2 and had a chance to close it and didn't get it done, that this is going to be, that makes this a very tall order tonight. Can you see past that and see why the Blues are better than that? Well, just because of, I've been with them most of the playoff, Mike, and I've seen what they've been able to do on the road in big moments. Uh, their game five performance in San Jose was off the charts good. It wasn't a little bit good. It was off the charts good, and that was a very good San Jose team. Uh, their game five performance in Winnipeg in the first round was crazy good. Um, their performance in, in uh, Dallas over the course of their seven-game series with Dallas was great. So I've seen them on the road, Mike, and I've seen how good they can be. And they play a different style, Mike. They play a smarter style at, on the road than they do at home. It's more simplistic, but they bend, but they don't break, Mike, when they're on the road. And I think that's something that could cause some problems for the Bruins if the Bruins don't get off to a good start. If the Bruins get off to a good start, I think it's a huge problem for St. Louis. Huge. Listen, you've seen these teams win on the road. You've seen them in all, in this series. You've seen them win on the road. In the NBA Finals, the road teams won four out of five. But when you get to Game 7, everyone knows the home team has an edge in Game 7. Statistically, it's proven. Yep. In every yep. way, the numbers show it in every sport. The team has an edge at home in Game 7. Do you think that that's true tonight? Or do you think that way from this? Or do you think that there's been enough winning on the road in this series that even Game 7 doesn't matter? No, I think the Bruins have an edge going into Game 7. But the edge only lasts until the first puck drop. And then you have to see how it plays out. But the one thing I would say about Boston, the winning advantage they've had over the years in terms of understanding what it takes to win the Cup with all the players that they've had that have won the Cup makes a difference going into this game. They won't be distracted. And uh, I think that's an important part of this. So, yeah, home ice will matter for the Bruins for sure. Can the Blues win this game from behind? Do they have to be in front to win it? I'd be shocked if they won it from behind. I would be shocked because Boston's got this unbelievable ability to clamp down a game. And Tuka Rass, with the way he's playing in goal, um, you know, I, I believe if Boston wins, Tuka Rass will be the consummate trophy winner as a playoff MVP. So that just shows you how well he's played the whole playoff. Um, so I think it'd be very, very difficult for St. Louis. If they fell behind by one, I think they got a shot. If they fall behind by two, I don't think they have a shot. 
And it's amazing when you see these guys in this sport play hurt. I mean, it really is remarkable. I mean, you know, we see it in other sports. And I'm not saying Durant's going to come back from having an Achilles tendon snap. I mean, he just had surgery today. But it's amazing how these hockey players come back and play with these injuries. It is remarkable. My legendary partner, who I've worked with for 14 years, Doc Emmerich, he has the best line of all, the carnage factor that accumulates over the course of a run to the Stanley Cup. And the carnage factor in this series in particular has been massive. There are so many. There are three players that missed St. Louis's skate yesterday, and I'm sure they're going to say, oh, don't overread or don't overreact. Those are due to injuries. <laughs> That's why those guys didn't skate. We have one guy playing in this series that broke his jaws. And Absolutely. I mean, a jaws guy's playing with shut. a broken jaw. I mean, it's amazing yeah. how tough yeah. these guys yeah. are. It really is, Mike. It really is. And it makes you proud to be part of the league because it's something that I've known for 31 years of my adult life, and it doesn't change. It's always been that way in this league. And uh, guys really care. They care. They're not playing for the money, these guys, right now. They're playing to win the cup, Mike. That's just the reality. I believe that. I sure, believe sure there's money at the end, you know, with endorsements and things like that. They're winning. They want their name on the cup. That's why these guys are going through all this. And this is this is a rough, bumpy ride for anybody that's been involved in it. And uh, it's almost over. How improbable has this blue? Can you compare this Blues run to any recent run by another team? Uh, I think I'd probably have to go back to believe it or not, probably back to the 1993 Montreal Canadiens who won 10 games in overtime with Patrick Waugh in goal, which is something that you know has never happened and probably will never happen again. The fact that the Blues are in a game seven, if you consider where they were January the 1st, they were the last place team in the league. They were 31st. Remarkable. Of, you know, <laughs> it's it's remarkable. It really is. So, yeah, to, but to think that they're here in a game seven is just phenomenal. And you know what, Mike? Their fans deserve a ton of credit. That city has been electrifying every time I've been in there. And I've been there for almost two months now. It's, it's amazing. I mean, their, their story is unbelievable. It really is to be as bad as they were and then come on and play as well as they have all the way to now the final game of the season is remarkable. It really is. It's a great story. Yeah. It really has been, Mike. It's been a ton of fun to watch and follow. And again, you touched on it earlier, and I think appropriately so. Craig Berube, the head coach, has just done a magnificent job with the group. He really has. And that was a guy. And that was an un, unusual pick, right? I mean, that was a, when they picked him, it was kind of surprising, right? Well, he was the assistant coach to Mike Yo. He had head coaching experience in the NHL with the Philadelphia Flyers. It didn't go great. It didn't go poorly. It just was okay. His uh, experience in the American Hockey League working with Philly's farm team was very strong. But a lot of people thought he was just going to be a filler for the rest of the year, and then they were going to go out and have a big search. Well, there'll be no more search. Uh, he'll be the head coach of the St. Louis Blues at the end of this season going forward. Absolutely. Will you be surprised if the Blues win tonight, Pierre? Yes. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Has it been a good, ha, have you enjoyed this series? Has it been, a, uh, in your mind, has it been a great series? It's been a phenomenal series, Mike. It's been one of the best series I've been around. You'd have to go back probably to 2011 with Vancouver and Boston. That was an amazing series, a coast-to-coast series. 09 Pittsburgh and Detroit was a seven-gamer. That was an awesome series. And 06 Carolina Edmonton was a seven-gamer. But I would say this one's right up there with some of the best. You know, Mike, as a kid growing up, and I know you got the great Yankee stories and Giants stories, my team were the Montreal Canadiens. The 71 final, Montreal-Chicago, Game 7, is probably the best Game 7 I've ever seen. It was just unbelievable. Chicago had a 2 nothing lead. 
in old Chicago Stadium. Jacques Lemaire scored from center ice on Tony Esposito. Henri Richard scored two goals. Bobby <laughs> Hull hit the crossbar when it was 2 nothing. Jim Pappen got robbed by Kenny Dryden. It was, enough, it was one of the best Game 7s I've ever seen in my career. Well, hopefully you get a good one tonight. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see it. I wa- I watched I've watched a lot of this series. I, I really have because I I wanted to see uh I, I wanted to see the story of the Blues. I also wanted to see McAvoy play once I realized you know how big a part of this team. He, I didn't even realize he was a big part of this team to be honest with you. And then I read about it and I'm like, wow, you know, I I, I'm, I had to look and see if he was related. I said, yeah, look who he is, you know, because his his family was the you know they, we grew up right near him and his family had the big plumbing. Business business in the in the in the town in in long beach that that, well, was, my, that, that was their business they, they, his grandfather and, his, and, <laughs> and they were all in the plumbing business well i can just tell you this as great a hockey player as he is he's a much better person he's a phenomenal person he does so many good things in the community he's been great around the dressing he's only 21 years of age you know he played at boston university he's already won a world junior a gold medal playing for uh, the united states in montreal against canada he, he's, an, he's an outstanding player. I, I, I see a Norris Trophy in his future. He's just that kind of a player and that kind of a person. Oh, that's great. Well, listen, enjoy tonight, Pierre. Thanks. Oh, great being with you, Mike. Thanks a lot. Thanks enjoy Game much. 7, everybody. All right, yep. everybody will. Game 7 tonight. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.